Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Hello, Chris. Why, hi there, Paul. I am glad that you are here. I'm oh, glad thanks, that everybody man. is here for another program, the Past Week, Next Week program. We like to start a um, the program with a song that symbolizes the week. Now, this is going to be a tricky one for you because it's not really that deep, Chris, but hmm. I'll give you a hint. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that sentence. <laughs> I'll give you a hint, though. It, okay. This one's for you. Here is Joe Boxers with Just Got Lucky. Oh, my God. This is like my favorite song from the 80s. Hmm, I guess maybe you understand where I'm going with it then. Yes. Oh, I'll share it with you guys. How about that? Isn't it awesome? I wish I always wish I had a dog like that. Yes. And I always thought, someday when I grow up and I'm making a movie, this song is going to be in one of my movies. Mm-hmm. And um, I've not made any movies yet, but this song was in a movie a few years ago, and I wish I could remember what movie No way, was it really? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember what movie it was that it was in? Uh, no. It might be Perfect Google Old Joe Boxers, man. I bet Dave Tice would know. There's a little bit better level so we can hear you. Oh, thanks. Now, what is your very favorite Joe Boxer song? Um, so this one happens to be, and this is a weird thing, it happens to be my uh, my favorite Joe Boxer song, and it's also <laughs> would have to be my least favorite because it's the only song I know <laughs> right. by that. Their, their Little Rascal thing didn't really catch on, did it? No, it didn't. I love the look, personally. Those guys that, that... Oh, look at that dog. I love it. Yeah. Looks like my mom's dog, Rusty. Um, he looks like Frazier's dog. The, the uh... Frazier's. The... What's the name? The guys that... The, the Come On Eileen guys kind of had the same type vibe. Yeah, the Dexys Midnight Runners. Mm-hmm. They were more the... They had the, uh... The overalls with no shirts, which was kind of a cool look. Yeah. These guys to me are full on like newsies or, yeah, or newsies. Little rascals, like we said. And by the way, I found the song or the movie, Paul. It was 40 year old virgin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's great a movie. great movie. And it featured this song, so you know, tip of the cap uh, to Judd Apatow and all those guys for stealing my idea mm-hmm. for a great movie song. Oh, oh, I thought it was because you were a 40 year old virgin. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I'm a 53 year old virgin and proud of it. The lead singer guy kind of has a Jughead hat, doesn't he? He sure does. The other guys have the Andy Cap hats, but that's full on Jughead right there. Yeah. Which hat would you want? I think I'd want the Jughead hat. Yeah. I think you. 
one of the other hats you guys would call me Andre from the league, and that wouldn't be cool. So, yeah. That's true. We would. <laughs> you know what? That is absolutely true. <laughs> so, welcome back, everybody, to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Yay! Now, Yay, I'm Chris. And I'm Paul. Just to answer the question real quick, why did I play that song? Um, well, it was my favorite song from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Barely beating out Melt With You. Mm-hmm. Um, it's close. Tight race. Right. Um, uh, so somebody got lucky. No, no, no. Go back to your original um, thought. Go back to your original okay. thought. Okay. My favorite song. Yes. It was my birthday. Is that why? Is that why? My Absolutely. So happy birthday, Chris. It was Friday, but it was part of the past hey, week. Thanks, buddy. And I'm Paul. It was. This is the show <laughs> where we review the most the most important things for the past week and get you ready for next week. It's your one-stop podcast to keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. I may have to change that line. I'll tell you in a second why. If it's Sunday morning, you can listen to us. Online at KCTKRadio.com, where you can watch us on Facebook Live at KCTK Radio page. It's easier just to use the KCTK Radio smartphone app. It's so easy to use an app nowadays. It's even better than going on your AM radio. It's yeah. it's crazy yeah. if you're not using it, and it's free. Uh, you can also join the experiment by giving us a call at 913-735-0060. Uh, we're not sure if the texter is going to join us today. So we need some heavy lifting from some other listeners. And Chris, if you yes, could sure if you could monitor our friends on Facebook, we would appreciate that as well. I'll do my best here, yeah. Yeah. And also, thanks for listening to rebroadcast of this program. If it's Sunday evening at 7 p.m., you're listening to us on Del Marva Talk Radio. Or Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. on Good Talk Radio. Tell us your thoughts at 913-735-0060 or our Facebook page anytime you want. I'll go through this when I'm done. Coming up, we have a weekly news quiz, pop culture update, an incredible special feature based on Chris Whiting's birthday. What? Mm -hmm. Highlights and predictions and much, much more. So, Chris, what is going on with you? Hey, man. So, uh, a couple of updates. One, I don't know if you can see what my finger's pointing to here, Paul. Uh, That is W.C. Field. That is W.C. Fields. So um, Is he Fields or Fields? Field, duh. I think it's Fields with an S. I okay. think he's plural. Okay. I think W.C. Fields, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, you, uh, you gave me that W.C. Fields that is now hanging up because here's the big news. This is now officially my room. My stepdaughter's moved out, and so 
I can hang up whatever posters I want. Um, so it's it's going to be pretty cool. Expect to see a Cheryl Teagues in the background at some point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Heather Thomas, all my posters. So yeah. this is exciting. Now, the um, reason I got you that was because your dad got you that in the past. So yeah, really your dad, yeah. I I didn't really get it for you. I got your dad did. Hey, I appreciate yeah, that. There let you me go. say, when you got that for me, Derek Green, another good friend of the show, got me a, a big color poster of the same thing. So I'm going to have to figure out now how to use both of those. Fucking Derek, man. Moment, Why does he have to one-up me all the time? Well, no, this is perfect. What you did, you got a small well, one. Well, wait. I, I have a small one. Derek has a huge one. And yes. he always one-ups me all the time. Hey, but look. Does he one-up everybody? It's your little one that's working right behind my shoulder here. Take that, Derek Green. Yes. So I'll get his up as well, but it just takes a little more time um, to figure out where to go. But you mentioned my birthday. Yeah. Had the yeah. big had the big pandemic B-Day on Friday. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Um, Did you work? I didn't work. I took the day off, and my lovely wife and I just spent the day together. We slept in a little bit. And then we went and we ate a late, I'd call it a late breakfast, but it was more like a late lunch by the time we got there. Um, we went to the Denver Biscuit Company in Westport. Have you been there? I've heard legends. I've heard just how great it is. And it looks it like you were eating so a biscuit bigger good. than your head. It was a giant biscuit with a big old slab of Nashville hot chicken in the middle of it. Um, so good. So we went, we went there and ate. And then um, Jane had to go sign a contract at her new salon where she'll be moving. So uh, I sat in the brewery, no, brewer's kitchen while she signed that. Um, had a couple of drinks and just hung out. And You know uh, what? Then, you didn't even need to add that. Well, that's true. We, I think knew, that's we all knew you had a couple of drinks. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the beer hall at Boulevard and uh, tried a bunch of new flavors of stuff had some little snickety snacks mm-hmm. and um and then uh, came oh no then we went to the quaff and had dinner and then came home so it was a, a just a day about town and you know just the two of us hanging out um was kind of nice I, I it actually got me to thinking when this whole pandemic is over am i going to be ready to jump right back in to big social events and it might take a minute to get used to big groups mm-hmm. again for me. I, yeah. I, I think I've got kind of hermity. So, so that was, that was big, big news, big fun, but it was just nice to have the day off and, and chill. And then um, another, you know, uh, interesting piece of news from this week. So my 18 year old daughter got her first vaccine dose. Oh, good. Now she is not uh, in you no know, one of the groups, the one, the one, a, the two. However, this is interesting to me. One of her friends at school, who's from Moberly, Missouri, you may be familiar with Moberly. It's just north of Columbia, Missouri. It's just north of Columbia, maybe 30 minutes or Mm -hmm. so. Um, One of her friends is from Moberly and told Abby, said, hey, my mom told me that the Walmart pharmacy is going to have to throw out a bunch of doses of vaccine because they're going to go bad because nobody in Moberly wants the vaccine. So Abby called Hmm. and the guy said, yeah, we got a bunch of doses we're going to have to throw out. If you can get here before we close, we'll give you your first dose. So, so part, Abby so, got her first dose. So their theory is that the people 
are anti-vax and they don't want to take it? Correct. Well, now, how about how about Governor Parsons distributing all of the vaccine to rural areas where no one lives? Yeah, that could be part of it as well. Yeah. I do know, know if you wanted a vaccine from the state and you lived in Kansas City, all you had to do was drive to Clinton and you could get one. I know so many people went to Clinton and got a vaccine. Yeah. Clinton. Have you ever been to Clinton on purpose? I've driven through there on the right. way to the Right, That's as fast you know as you can. About Clinton. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. If you got to pee, maybe stop. Maybe stop at the Quick Mart and move on. You could get a bag of Funyuns if you want. Do you remember? Do you remember this? Right out of college, I worked at a radio station in Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were a salesperson, right? Yeah, and I I failed so miserably. Yeah. I just quit. I, I just was a miserable. <laughs> I was terrible at it. The station st- stunk on eggs, and. Uh, is that a thing? That's going to be a new thing I'm making up. Stunk on eggs. See, you just said it, so it's a thing. <laughs> and uh, that was that was my my uh, sales career. Oh, you want to buy? Hey, you want to buy an ad? <laughs> well, did they have a robust training program and give you the tools to create your own career? No. No. Oh, okay. And I lived in Warrensburg, and then I interesting. And I drove down to Clinton. So. Yeah. Yeah. So good times. Well, see, so anyway, uh, my oldest daughter has not got the vaccine, but she has an appointment. They're going to have a big thing on campus later this month in Mizzou, and she's going to get it then. So That's excellent. Slowly but surely get the whole family vaccinated. But um, I did find it fascinating that there were so many doses in Moberly that they're going to have to get rid of a bunch. It's just terrible. It's It's absolutely terrible. terrible. But I am I'm pleased yeah. with the number of people I, mean, I know the, that hey, have gotten it, the vaccine. A lot of people have gotten yeah. it more than most people I, I talk to have either gotten it or scheduled to get it. And the momentum seems to really be picking up. Yeah, it's right? great. Which is I, I think is fantastic. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then the the last thing I wanted to report for my week just uh, last night. Um, I don't have Disney Plus, and we were trying to figure out what to watch, and then Tristan. Uh, my stepdaughter here was like, well, I've got it on my computer. I could just hook it up to your TV. So we we hooked up her computer and watched the movie Soul. Have yeah, you seen that? I have. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, I thought I would cry, but I didn't. So it wasn't good enough to make me cry. But um, So it wasn't, it wasn't Coco. Did you see Coco? I've never seen Coco. Oh, you'll cry no. on Coco. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to watch, uh, is it Raya and the Dragon, the new animated Disney? But you got to be premiere or yeah. premium, and she's not. It's really interesting, and- the, the the techniques that they're using <clears throat> on movies. Mm. Like Wonder Woman comes on HBO to the max, no extra charge, but you have to have that streaming service to get it. Um, right. Then Amazon has Coming to America. But Disney has new stuff, but also you have to premium I mean, yeah. It, and then you have. I was going to watch at the beginning of the pandemic last year the Pete Davidson movie. Oh yeah, King of Staten Island. Yeah, and so I went to go get it. It was twenty dollars. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not paying twenty dollars. I've seen it since then, and I'm so glad I didn't pay twenty dollars to see it. You oh, didn't my, like it? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I really enjoyed it. You did? I, yeah. He's yeah, hate. I liked it he's a lot. hateable. 
he's a hateable person in that. Oh, he's totally hateable. I yeah. mean, the movie was filled with hateable people. Yes. Yeah. But I thought it, it was a fun romp. I enjoyed the show. Um, and I struggled with that $20 thing at the first of the pandemic. And then I gave into it because I thought, if it wasn't a pandemic, I would go see this movie in the theater. And between snacks and tickets, I'd pay 60 bucks. See, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Because I have the exact, exact same thought process. Yeah. It was like, if the pandemic wasn't going on, I wouldn't go see this movie. I wouldn't take the time mm. to go do it. Because I don't like doing that as much as you do. You know? Right. So, it's like, yeah, why would I, I spend $20? I enjoy the movie. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, good times. What about you, man? What's happened with you this week? Well, I just, let me go over some things with you, folks. Sure. First of all. Um, what was I going to, oh, okay. I say this thing cause it's funny. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. Right. This week I listened to a podcast that we went over Rush Limbaugh's career. Oh, why did you listen to that? Um, just to go over his career and it was, it was, it was not very complimentary. So it was oh gotcha and he started th- saying things like all you have to do is listen to me he he's invented oh. this bull type of bullshit that i that's now standard radio shtick to lie and joke around that and i do it all the time and on any yeah. of my podcast it's pretty evil the way he did it but i feel like yours anybody who listens to this show knows that that's a joke, right? Well, we don't give yes. anybody kind of worthwhile information. That's right. Everyone knows this is it's nothing. But I, I think that what was bad about him is that he started believing his bullcrap. Even like Phil Henry, who was great, he would fake you out, and then he would come on and tell you, "Oh, it's all fake." Right. I mean, because he's a good person, he didn't mm-hmm. try to, you know, believe his own bullcrap. Right. Um, I'll send you a link to the podcast I listen to. It's very fascinating. You need to listen to it. I will listen to that. Let me ask you this about Rush. And mm-hmm. So if I remember correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong. You know I will. When when he first started coming on the scene, you listened to him some and actually liked. Um, Absolutely. I won't say you liked his content, but you liked the whole, the, the way he approached the theater of the mind. And um how he drew people in. Absolutely. Are you saying that it changed from, Hey, this is my shtick theater of the mind to actually trying to get people to believe that he was all they needed as far as information. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, for me, what it was, was I, he was a shock jock, but he talked about, but he talked about topics. So Howard Stern, even Randy Miller, uh, mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh, I loved it. I, Mike Murphy, you know who I loved was Dave oh, Dawson. Yeah. Dave Dawson was local guy, and he would. What am I trying to say? He would say things, and people call in, and you know, oh, kind of incite people and and make yeah. outrageous comments. Not only did I love it, but I love it. This is that's yeah. why I do this because I just love it. Yeah. So I loved, and then Bill Clinton got elected. And right, my thought was, this guy ain't going to last, man. He can't be on the air just trashing out our president. People aren't going to stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying that to myself. 
Oh, wow. You had no idea just how wrong you were, I guess. And he created a, he created a show that was pop TV show, which went into Fox News. And I mean, this guy. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, Rush here. The texters here telling me this Russian Roger Ailes created the hateful climate that we're stuck in. And oh. so so I hate saying a thing that I know I stole from him. Oh, yeah, so, that, that's got to leave a bad taste. So in I'm gonna, what, here's what I'm going to do, folks. I'm going to listen to Phil Henry and steal from him. He's a good he's a good person. Oh, OK. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to like come up with some of my own creative stuff. <laughs> oh, God, that would take a lot of effort. Yeah. Here's the other thing in our introduction. Good Talk Radio. We we play on Good Talk Radio. One of the things that we do is that we're sponsored by um, a great product called Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. I love those. And and I see uh, Good Talk Radio. They're on, on um, Facebook and everything. Every show, guess what they talk about? Um, well, I'm a, is Good Talk Radio more of a, a right-leaning station? Mm. No, no, it okay. is not leaning. It is fall, falling over. <laughs> I mean, every, every, every single thing that you hear on Tucker Carlson, the guy on good talk radio, whoever it is, is talking about that stuff. Okay. Wow. It's predictable. You could sit there and write it right now. If you wanted to big tech censorship, yeah. voter fraud. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, how we're on that program, I don't know if anyone listens to us on Good Talk Radio. If you do, God bless you. But we are so different from them that it's just amazing to me. Wow. I've never checked out their lineup. Maybe I'll have to do that. And part of me is like, I'm not, we're not going to do, we have a dumb little show. I don't even want to be on the station, but we got to be. Right. You got to keep us there, folks, on Good Talk Radio. You got to hear a counterpoint. Yes. And we don't even do that. We're just two assholes talking to each other. I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's some other oh, stuff. Here's really? some other stuff from last week. Um, Is a birthday gift for you. What? Hope I can find it. As if the Joe Boxers wasn't enough. Yeah. Okay. I put it in. I'm having trouble um, because I have so many sound files now. And uh, it's... I was watching television the other day, and a movie came on, and I couldn't turn off the movie, but I knew that I wanted to play this for you in honor of your birthday. You got the touch. (laughs) You got the power. Maybe the best montage in the entire movie. So that's for you. I didn't know if you knew this or not, Chris, but 
uh, Paul Anderson, the director of Boogie Nights. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I I don't know which, if you do this, but when I watch a movie, now I use my phone and I Google facts. Or nonstop. Like, nonstop. Nonstop. So he, yeah. had, he did a little mockumentary called The Life of Dirk Diggler. And then oh. he made the movie. Oh, so he made the documentary first. Yeah. It's okay. And so it's funny because they sing the song, the same song, mm-hmm. and it's a good singer. It's a really good singer. And the guys <laughs> the guys who are Dirk Diggler and uh, Russell? What's... Uh, oh, John C. Riley? Yeah. Name? Oh, my God. What is his name? They're like guys that could be in, a, uh, in an adult film. <laughs> they look like... <laughs> So it's funny. I'll send the link to you, but it was. Just, I would love to watch that. Yeah. That I just think that's such a great movie and so rewatchable. Yeah, and I love there. So you've got you know Mark Wahlberg, who knows how to sing, but he does such a great yes. job being a terrible singer mm-hmm. in that scene. I, I think that's good acting. We look like assholes right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other thing that I wanted to mention, and we'll, we're going to follow this, is that. It's very interesting. This week, uh, our senator here in um, Missouri, Roy Blunt, um, has decided he's not running again for office. Oh, that, yeah. So there's going to be a scramble to who's running now. Yeah, yeah. And what's really interesting, this, I, I, because of my past involvement in politics and being in the Missouri Senate, I know all these people. And so, and now I have this show where I can talk a little bit about it. Oh, wow, you've got a platform. So, first I want to tell you that uh, his son, Matt Blunt, was governor when I was the minority leader. Right. And my job was to just make his life hell and complain about everything he did. And he did a lot of bad stuff. And uh, I was really harsh on him. I shouldn't... <laughs> I should. He was a nice... He's a nice man. He's a very nice guy. And then Roy is a very nice guy, too. He... He was personally nice to me a couple times when I visited him in D.C. Um, yeah. And just, I don't know if I told you a story about that. I'll tell you sometime. But he just was very nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of like Kit Bond was. Kit Bond was yeah. very nice, too. And then I uh, became uh, acquaintances with uh, his son Andy and his daughter Amy. So I'm hoping that he's retiring because... Um, he's just done with it. You know, he moves on with his life, right? Mm-hmm. I have a person that I worked with in the Missouri Senate named Scott Sifton, another uh-huh. Democrat who's already announced he's running. Oh. Then the speculation came up. It was Jason Kander, who I served with. Is he running? He announced he isn't. Yeah. I, want, I would love to see former treasurer, my friend Clint's wife, will run because he'd be a oh. great public servant. He's not going to do it. I had a funny interaction because one of my friends texted me, do you think Clint will run? I go, I'll find out. So I text him, Clint, you running? He goes, nope. So (laughs) then then Quentin Lucas says he's running. He's the mayor of Kansas City, or he's thinking about it. Yeah, I say his statement was, you got to parse through those words. He was very deliberate in how he worded that, I think. And I'm I'm a fan of him. But he uh, but he also said he'd be the first African American to run statewide in Missouri, and I know Alan Wheat ran in nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah, that's right. Who's other? Who's a very another nice man, Alan Wheat. 
Yeah, very nice guy. Former yeah. congressman here. Yeah. So it, I also know on the Republican side, you have the, the attorney general, Eric Schmidt, mm-hmm. who I served with. He called himself the tallest senator ever in the Missouri Senate. And by golly, he's a little bit taller than me. And that always, Oh, sorry, dude. That always pissed me off. Yeah, that's rough. Representative Jason Smith out of Southeast Missouri, he was in the House with me, another nice person. He is Trump beyond compare. Oh, boy. He's out of his mind that way, but a nice guy. Um, so he's talking about running as well. Jay Ashcroft, who I don't know, says he's not running, who they kept talking would be the number one person. Hmm. And then the other person who's thinking about running, Jay Nixon. I was just going to ask you if Nixon was going to consider a run. Um, we'll leave it when I when I release the book. I'll tell you more about Jay Nixon. <laughs> but I know all these folks, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Did you see? There's a guy from Independence that said he's going to run as a Democrat. Hey, if it's not if it's not the former uh, city council pro tem, are they going to have enough gravitas to run? <laughs> I I don't know. He's a, a I don't know the name, but he's a former Marine and uh, has thrown his hat in the ring. So I, I wish I could remember Speak, his name. Speaking, you know, my first thought is is he running as a Democrat or a Republican? Yes. Okay, so Democrat. my first thought is he's not going to be able to pull it off. No one knows who he is. Right. But the other person running is former Governor Greitens, which I don't I don't know him either. Yeah, um, he's he makes Trump look good. You know what I mean? So yeah. that will be interesting to see how that goes. And he he had no political experience either, but he uses his connections and his experience in the military. Um, the the sad thing is here in Missouri, I don't see how a Democrat can win. I know somebody. I, just, I think it was the Lincoln Project tweeted out. You know, hey. Uh, Holly won by 2.8%. Missouri is a swing state. Mm-hmm. And then Claire McCaskill responded and said, you obviously haven't been here in a while. Yeah, there's another person who's not running. Yeah, she also yeah came out and said yeah. she will not be running ever it, again. And, you know, maybe Jason Kander, maybe he could pull it off. Maybe. Um, with his, he's he's one of the most talented guys, of person I've ever met. Yeah. So, uh, but I just don't. So it's going to be very interesting because Blunt has been around since the 70s. Yeah. And has built a political uh, following and organization. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a change. And, you know, the governor's not going to run. Um, I don't know. So I thought I would share that with everyone that I know some of these folks. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to, we're going to get a little inside baseball knowledge as this progresses, I think. Yeah. And I think, I think the approach I'm going to use is that I'm, since I know some, I have some of friends. Sure. I think I'm going to credit, I'm be critical of everybody. I don't, so, so there you go, folks. Well, this is going to be fun. What I I mean is, I'm not going to just do the partisan stuff. Okay. I'm going to be very critical of everyone and, and, and say they all suck. If you had your druthers and you could pick the person, would it be Jason Kander? No, it'd be Clint's wife. It would be Clint. Okay. Yeah. He's just so smart and, and level-headed and, and such a, just a, just a good person as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, he, he ran for treasurer and then <clears throat> dropped out. Just didn't want to do it mm-hmm. anymore. Like many of yeah. us have, have done. Well, 
been there done that right yeah. holy smokes and you're not you're not announcing anything are you i am not saying anything right now yeah okay uh see you know you have other people steve steven weber um you yeah. know jill shoot maybe no oh, all sure. these people are good you know who's great is one of my closest friends trent skaggs would be great at this oh boy Keith yeah curls and, would be great at this yeah i i don't think they can pull it off in missouri missouri know, missouri we don't want regular normal thinking people anymore we've yeah, gone to the if, other world if you're a democrat that's like you know major success in kansas city or st louis how are you going to appeal to all the republicans out state i just mm -hmm. i don't know how you do it if you don't already have a name let me throw another name out um alderman in st uh louis sarah martin she would be oh, sure. amazing yeah so there is it's like <clears throat> it's like there's a bench for the democratic party but they're like not up here yet they're just down here you know what i mean yeah yep i know <clears throat> and they're not anyway i think it'll be interesting and i plan on uh telling everybody what i think about it so take oh, that everyone to that so there you go would you would you so are you you are telling people you are interested in running i am uh i am not making any statements one way or the other at this point so that means you are running you do know that right uh no no okay so, not saying that yeah those are your <laughs> words not mine <laughs> oh i'd vote for you chris don't worry i'm uh, i'm very happy being a senior manager of learning and development <laughs> bragger <laughs> okay let's go to the news quiz you guys don't give crap what i have yeah. to say you care only about the news and the news only this is where we go through the slight news quiz and we ask questions and then it prompts us to talk a little bit about the news of the day i gotta tell you folks we're pretty good at this why we're not running for nothing we don't have any life we watch the news all why? the time <clears throat> because we have nothing hey. we're not running we just watch the news yeah and eat popcorn Yep. Okay. Question. We don't get in the arena. We watch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Who sent cease and desist letters to the Republican Party demanding they stop using his name in fundraising without his explicit permission? Ooh. God, I'm going to need answers on this. You're not because the I know the answer. Yeah. Donald Trump. Oh, wow. He put a statement that basically said Trump is making money grab by encouraging followers to donate to his PAC instead of the mm -hmm. Republican Party. I wonder if some of these folks that are using his name, I wonder if they made a donation to his PAC, if he would then give them permission to use his name. Interesting. I, it sounds like a pay for play scam to yeah. me. Huh. That's weird for Trump. And yeah. so he's going to hurt the Republican Party to his own benefit. But I'm a sheeple because I wear a mask. <laughs> God. Jeez. Go. Just keep following them, Republicans. Just keep following along. Okay. Question two. All right. We're one for. 
Senate Bill 6 became law this week in which state banning providers from performing abortions except to save the life of a pregnant woman in emergency in a medical emergency. I'm guessing it's somewhere in the south. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were guessing, I don't know the, the choices. I would guess like in Alabama, something like that. Okay, I'll give you the choices because that's not one uh, of them. Arkansas, uh, North Dakota, Hawaii, Texas. Ooh. I think I know what it is, but. Well, I'm thinking Arkansas or Texas. Arkansas. That's Arkansas, right, okay. That, that was a cheap one, folks, but we still got it, okay? <clears throat> the new law makes no exceptions for rape, incest, uh, fetal abnormalities. These found in violation could face up to $100,000 and up to 10 years in prison. My guess that piece of legislation will be in courts for a while. I bet it will. Yeah. Okay. Question three. Three. Oh, and by the way, folks, if you care about that sort of thing, I want you to know this. When you have such a restriction for women in a state because you want to save the babies, they go to other states. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All you've done is push people out and you're not helping anything. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you can, got some moral but, high ground. But you can pat yourself on the back that you had a troubled person have to travel to another state. Mm-hmm. As opposed to helping them. Okay. Question three. Three! New, <laughs> news reporter Andrea... Sahari was acquitted of charges that she incurred while covering a Black Lives Matter protest in May in which city? Now, I know about this because I heard about this. Ooh, wow. Um, If you want to give me the choices, I might be able to do this. I mean, I'm leaning Portland just off the top of my head, but... Okay, you say Portland? But I do not know. Yeah, well, you certainly don't. It's Des Moines. Oh. She testified that she identified as oppressed, but was still pepper sprayed and arrested by police. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well. Now, the press doesn't cover the press very well, so that's probably why we didn't hear about it. I heard a little bit about it. Okay. Question four. Yeah. Which is the first U.S. state to offer COVID-19 vaccines to any resident 16 and older? Michigan, Missouri, Washington, Alaska. Well, I know it's not Missouri. I bet it's Alaska. Alaska. Have you ever been to Alaska? No, but it's funny you mention that because I've been watching uh, Living Alaska recently, and we were actually watching some episodes last night. And I said to my wife, I says, Jane, I says, (laughs) I wouldn't mind going to Alaska sometime. I'd really like to take a trip there. And well, so we we uh, made a little pinky promise that we would do that. Well, if you have anyone sixteen years or older, you can take you can get COVID nineteen vaccine vaccinations uh-huh. there. Have you been to Alaska? No, uh-uh. I have no yeah. desire whatsoever. Oh, I've got a big desire. I think those of us in the lower forty eight have a hard time comprehending how gigantic Alaska is. Yeah, and how no one lives there. Yeah, here's a, a little fun Alaska fact for you. There are three million lakes in Alaska. Three million. How many people? 
That is one, or I'm sorry, that is three lakes for every person that lives in the state. Yeah. So one million people live in that state. So there's a million people that live in the state. Uh huh. Okay. It's gigantic. It's bigger than Texas. Oh yeah. And, um, it's it's mind-boggling how big it is, and no one lives there. There's only a hundred. There's only about a million people in the Kansas City uh, metropolitan area, and we're like, what thirty six something like that in the media oh, market. Dude, there's like two point three million in the metro now. Oh really? So our metro has more than twice the population of Alaska. I didn't that realize. I didn't nuts. know. I thought. I thought we just were a million. Yeah. No, it's like. 2.1 or 2.3, something uh, like that. You're probably going all the way out there. Well, I'm Henry, probably going out to Douglas Clinton. County, to Clinton, yeah. Yeah, Clinton's obviously part of the metro because we got to go there to get our ding-dang vaccinations. Yeah, that's where that's where a, a million people showed up in Clinton, Missouri. <laughs> and it was named after uh, Governor Clinton of New York, not Bill and Hillary. So oh, take that. okay. I thought it was named after George Clinton. I was when, way off. I, I wish I would. I would be there more. Yeah. Okay, last question. Okay. Which former CBS and NBC newsman who once stymied presidential candidate Ted Kennedy with a simple question died this week at age 93? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. David Brinkley? I know the answer, so I'm taking credit for it. Yeah, Ro- do it. Roger Mudd. Oh, Roger Mudd. Okay. I don't remember him. I don't remember... Um, his interview with oh okay I do remember this Kennedy was stumped by answering asking asked the question why do you want to be president and he I, couldn't answer it yeah do you remember that story I don't no you haven't been to enough uh, political meetings because that always comes up you got to have the answer why are you running mm. well what did Kennedy say oh blah, 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 and he didn't have a, a succinct message. Oh boy! And so, did he say the word Chappaquiddick in there anywhere? <laughs> he did. That was weird. <laughs> hey, I just looked it up by the way, and uh, the Kansas City metro population is two million one hundred and forty-three thousand, and we're thirty-first in the in the country. Does that make you feel good that you dunked on me? Oh no! I'm, I was just curious. Uh, St. Louis is two point eight million, by the way. So they, you know, I knew that. Oh, you? If did? you would have asked okay. me, I would have known that. I was at three million, but. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. So that's a news quiz. you don't know what's happening in your own drawers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that strange? Hey, we have had uh, some texts. Let's get to those before we take a break. Mm -hmm. Shall we? Let's Mm -hmm. shall. Let's shall. Uh, First, past week, next week, things at the southern border are out of control. Hundreds of thousands come in because Biden invited them. Trump stood for stopping criminals from coming in and taking advantage of the handouts that the U.S. has. Even though I don't believe in socialism, I don't want them taking handouts that I want. (laughs) Uh, Well, this is a disgrace to the legacy of white people. (sighs) You know, this thing really irritates me because it's a real problem. The whole uh, immigration policy is messed up, and it was messed up by Trump. And now these people, they say, Trump's gone. Let's try to get to a better country. And I think the Biden administration is struggling with what to do. Mm -hmm. But let's just go ahead and blame them on that. And then the other question I have for this texter and other people who don't live in uh, 
the border. What do you care? How's this hurting you? What's what's <laughs> your thing? Your man, a brown person's happy. I mean, is that is yeah. that what's really going on? Yeah. And I tell you what, I'm on. You, you got me going, Texter. Oh boy, here we go. If I here see another thing on social media where someone says the gas prices are up and it's Biden's fault, I may flip my lid. Gas prices hmm. are up because it's springtime. Yeah. The vaccine has come and the uh, pandemic is gone so people can actually drive places. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. other reason is that the Republicans, through their stupid energy pol- policy, uh, messed up all the refineries in, in Texas and, and then the South when it was cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and by the way, it's lower than it was in, in 2019 before any pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shut up. It's, it's That type of reasoning just makes me hate them. Myself and everything that oh, ever. Dude, I hate. Every, I, hate I hate everything because of that. That makes me hate the world. Dude, that's negative energy you're carrying around. Back to it you. Chris. Only hurts the vessel that carries it, Paul. Are you driving? Are you driving? You well, you drove around town. How did I you? Did. How did you afford it? It was tough. I mean, the gas was two fifty nine a gallon. But <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. The texture says the that Chris's volume is low. We fixed that. Oh, we did. <laughs> he wrote, "I sent you a fucking text, and you're not paying attention to it." <laughs> <laughs> did Jane? You said Jane signed a contract. He wants to know if she signed a love contract. Uh, she signed a work contract. Okay. We kind of got our own little love contract going on. You do. Don't you worry about that. All the video on demand is a ripoff. I liked it too. It was fun. I think was that soul he was talking about maybe or I don't know I didn't I didn't notice it. Russian Roger Ailes created the hateful climate. Um, you guys should try and get on Great Talk Radio. It's much better than Good Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little better. Yeah. Uh, past day, next day, things at the southern border. Hey, you've already said that before. Um, I got drunk with Kit Bond one time. Come he on, didn't. Paul. Not the Metro. Put yourself in 1970. The handouts. <laughs> Don't take my handouts. Okay. So there you go. Oh, so we're up to date on the Metro thing. And one more. King of States Ireland. What? So we're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to get you up to date with uh, culture news. Pop culture. Oh, you like that. Fun. And then a special feature where we're going to learn a little bit more about Chris Whiting because it's his birthday. Oh, wow. I'm nervous about that one. Okay. We'll be right back with more Past Week next week with Chris and Paul. Looking at the past seven days so you don't have to. You could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We've been told that perfect mornings exist for the lucky few. That morning people own the waking hours. But the truth is, mornings belong to all of us. Your mornings are what you make of them. All it takes is saying yes. Starbucks morning yes. Look for Starbucks coffee in a grocery store near you, then sit back and enjoy the exceptional taste of Starbucks 
at home. Hi, Tom Gully from the Tom Gully Show here. Listen to the show every weekday at 5 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. We're a recognized 501c3 charity organization, so you'll receive a maximum tax deduction. What's more, you'll receive a free vacation voucher of three days and two nights. One eight seven seven cars for kids. A A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. This is Tracy from Tracy's Tips and Dips. Listen to the show every weekday at 1130 a.m. and our live show Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Hey, everybody. I get to talk about Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. It's a really good product. It's one of those things where... We buy them all the time. We need a product and then we find out something better. I don't know if you ever have the Tech Talk or the, uh, any of the social media where they tell you some cool products to get. Like I got this butter dish that keeps the butter soft all the time. This Ranger Robs need to be on there because it's a, it's a plastic bag, okay? It picks up waste. But he's made it to where it's cost-effective, eco-friendly, easy to use. So it makes your life a little bit easier. I mean, it doesn't change your life. Look at yourself. You have to do that. Ranger Rob can't do that. He's a great man, but all he can do is help you with your dog. And he does it. So you need to go to www.rangerrobshop.com and get yourself some Ranger Rob pet poopy bags. You're gonna be glad. It's one. Of, it's also one of those things where you need to buy it, keep it, because when you need it, you're gonna want to have it. And if you don't, you're gonna say, "Why didn't I listen to him?" Ah, uh, that's what you're gonna do. So check out RangerRobShop.com or Amazon. I got mine for eight ninety five. And make sure you tell them Gilly sent you. Welcome back, everybody. Ooh, jeez. Welcome back. Hey, hey, thanks, Paul. Hey, look, look what I found. Hey. Wow, well, we have a very special guest on uh, to honor Chris on his birthday. Yes, here is my half-vaccinated daughter, Abby and Jen. How are you, Abby? I'm great. Did you come back this weekend from school to see your old dad for his birthday, or what? Um, more so for a computer, but. Yeah, we went and bought her a computer yesterday. So that's the real reason she came back. But I'm going to pretend it's because she loves me. What's your favorite thing about your dad, Abby, before you leave? We're, we're honoring him for his birthday. 
today. Bald His bald head. Wow. Isn't that sweet? It's it seems a little easy and uh <laughs> a little superficial, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. Hey Yeah, well she's uh one she's last, getting ready to head one, back to Columbia. One last here. thing. M I Z Z O U Woohoo Yeah Right, drive drive safe, babe. I love you. Call me every five minutes. No, I'll call you. <laughs> she's oh. lovely. You've done a wonderful job raising a wonderful woman. Oh, thank you. She's a she's a sweet gal. God love her. <laughs> she's a sweet gal. It sounds like you're talking about someone in the knitting bee or something. <laughs> hey, you know what? She could have helped us a little bit because, to be honest with you, we don't know pop culture stuff. We're too old, especially you. Yeah, she, she actually would have been helpful on this one because I kind of looked at some of these. And I'm like, well, I know some of these people, but well, we're we're doing it all together, folks. Okay, we're working together. We're gonna yeah. learn about this. Chris, start us off, please. Sure will. Now, this first story actually features someone that I do know. Oh, okay. Features. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> is considering a Texas governor run. Matthew McConaughey says he is seriously considering a run for Texas governor. The true detective star, whose home state is Texas, says he's thinking it over and it may be what he wants to do with the next chapter of his life. McConaughey said that running for governor is a true consideration. Hey, liberals out there, if you really want to make a difference... You need to start running for office like this. It's the it's the age of celebrities. Do it. You got some money. Do it. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. lose and still be in a movie. It's not a big deal. Right. Right. Uh, hear that, Brad Pitts? There's an open U.S. Senate seat. <laughs> Brad Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all right, all right, all right, I guess. Uh, this is something you're going to be very interested in, Chris. Sure. Kenneth Branagh, how do you say his name? Brano. Brano. To direct a BG movie. Brano is set to direct a movie based on the lives of the Bee Gees. The as yet untitled biopic will tell the story of how the three brothers, Barry, Robin, and Morris Gibb, became one of the best selling music groups of all time with hits like Stand Alive, Night Fever, and Now Deep Is Your Love. Barry, the only surviving member of the group, will executive produce the film, which has been distributed by Paramount. I know you, Chris Whiting, and I know you're going to go see this movie. Hey, I'll tell you what. Coming on the heels of that documentary that they had on HBO, I am excited okay. for this. When this news hit, when it first hit, for anyone else heard it, how did Justin Timberlake react? Is he just, I mean, is he, He's is he growing his hair? Is he getting the disco uniform? What's he doing, you think? I don't know. I'm thinking that he and Jimmy Fallon are working on their auditions right now. Yeah, and if they don't have Justin Timberlake do this, then they're they're missing something, and mm-hmm. they're the missing something bad. Missing <laughs> something bad. Wasn't that I real at the very end of that uh, of that documentary when Barry is just kind of standing by himself uh, next to the sea, and I, I it was just so sad to realize all of his brothers are dead, even Andy, who wasn't in the BG and his parents. And his parents, and uh, and he said something like he would trade all of the fame and the number one hit songs away 
just to have his brothers back. Thought that was so so touching and sad. Now you know I have, you know this. I have uh, three brothers. That's true. Just like you're just like very much like uh, Barry Gibb. And so I wonder if my brother Phil will feel the same way. Because <laughs> Greg, forget about it. I mean, come on. Steve will probably, I don't know, go down in a fight or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And me, it could be any number of health reasons. Yeah, at that will any happen time. At any time. Yeah. So I, my guess is going to be a picture of my brother Phil by his pond just looking at going... <laughs> I don't really miss my brothers as much as Barry did because they didn't do anything for me. They didn't give me a hit. Yes. They made me be they made me be their lawyer for free. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to buy my brother Paul, his dumb friend Brian and Chris and Velvy a drink at the Lakewood pub. <laughs> so yes. he may be happy about it. So who knows? He could be. Yeah, he could have tears of joy streaming down his face. Yeah. I don't know. And I understand. I get it. Well, oh, hey. Oh, back to you, Chris. <laughs> No, thanks. Beyonce thanks Megan for courage and leadership. Beyonce is showing love for Megan, Duchess of Sussex. The superstar singer on Tuesday posted to her website a message of support, writing, thank you, Megan, for your courage and leadership. We all, we are all strengthened and inspired by you. Did you watch the uh, Oprah interview? I didn't. And I don't want to. Um. It's, I think it's strange how the right wing, I'm really down on you guys today, you right wingers. And by the way, Good Talk Radio does host a program called The Tom Gully Show. He's just a funny guy. He's he's not political at all. So. Oh, okay. Make, I mean. I like Tom Gully. He's, he's awesome. So don't even like, it's not all political. So I'm mm. sorry I, I inferred that. But the. I think it's strange that the right wing is all of a sudden defending the monarchy and that, criticizing that her very bizarre. for not yes. following their rules. I don't have to follow the leader guy's rules. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're in the upside down right now. It mm-hmm. is so bizarre. Well, So I'm going to give you the... Here's my two cents of it, okay? Okay. Yeah, they're racist. The whole thing, the whole monarchy is based on I'm better than you. Of course yes. they're racist. Yes. They have no reason to be because they're all they all married inbred to keep their thing from centuries. I'm not yeah. saying these people did, but their family did. Okay? There's right. no reason for the monarchy if you believe in democracy. Mm-hmm. And they're not being a very good family. They're not helping these kids out who are struggling. No, not not in the least. And I want to say this. My guess is that Meghan uh, Markle is hard to deal with. Oh. And she needs to look she needs to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. Because I think if she not that it would be completely better for her, but she she was not interested in confirming whatsoever. Conforming whatsoever. And it does I mean I I truly am just kind of whatever by the whole thing. But I have heard that she said, I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, right. Really? Yeah, like, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So back to you, Chris. Oh, hey, thanks, Paul. Um, how about this? <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's back to you, Paul. Thanks, Chris. I was throwing sure. it to you so you could throw it back to me. Selena Gomez says she's thinking about retiring from music. Wait, I didn't even know she was in music. 
Right, Selena Gomez says music might not be in her future forever. The actress slash singer made the admission in an interview with Vogue. It's hard to keep doing music when people don't necessarily take you seriously. I've had months where I've I've been like, what's the point? Why am I keep doing this? This is the stupidest story in the world. Oh, yeah. She's, she's a very young woman. She's very talented. She's not going to do music for a while. And then she is going to do music in the future, folks. She's a performer. <laughs> the Beatles broke up. Oh, well, they're never going to do anything again. They did. They did. It's true. Yeah. This is a person thinking out loud. Don't worry. She'll be singing her songs. I think she's good. I like her. I don't really know her music. So I, don't know. I remember her in Wizards of Waverly Place. That's because I'm an old man, and it was on TV when my kids were little. Alexa, play Selena Gomez. Shuffling songs by Selena Gomez That's on okay. Amazon Music. What do you think? I like the piano. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. You promised the world, and I fell for it. Okay. Kind of a raspy set. They're all doing that these days. Alexa, off. I don't take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Well, good for her. Well, hey, how about this, Paul? Speaking of music, the Grammys 2021 performers will include Taylor Swift. I know you're excited. Mm-hmm. BTS and Billie Eilish. It's official. Taylor Swift, BTS, and Billie Eilish are among those who will be performing at the 2021 Grammys. Yeah. The Recording Academy said Sunday that the artists will be coming together while still safely apart for the award show March 14th. The ceremony, which celebrates the best in music, was postponed from January 31st because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. I Will they even have a live show? I don't know. I I don't know if if the Golden Globes were any indication. Whatever they do, it's going to be kind of a cluster. Yeah, and the Grammys always stinks. They, I think so. It's always yeah. bad. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow looking on YouTube for the Taylor Swift performance of the Grammys and watching it and moving on yeah. with my life. Yep. No, that'll be great. Um, yeah. So there you go. I got nothing else on that. Okay. All. Well, back to me, Chris. Uh, Nisi Nash talks about falling for husband, Jessica Betts. Oh. Nisi Nash knows that people were surprised when she married Jessica Betts last August. The Claws star said on Ellen DeGeneres' show on Wednesday that she and Betts, a singer, were friends for more than four years before they became romantically involved. And so they're married, and she's her nickname for her is husband instead of husband. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's a it's a fun take on gender identity. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for them. Yeah, I don't know who I they don't. are. Who is Niecy Nash? Nice niece. Well, I know who she is. I, I shouldn't say that. She was on. Um, was she on Reno Nine One One? Yes, I was just gonna say. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. a funny she's very person. Funny. Yeah, but very I haven't funny. seen her show. She's she 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 is in a lot of different things. She turned she you know she's like oh that person there she is. Did you ever see the movie when they go to to Miami Beach, Reno 911? Yeah, because uh, it always made sense that they did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie is so freaking funny. It, it is. It gets funnier every time I see it. It's one of those for me. It's a, it's a cult classic in my opinion. Excellent. Well, we yeah. have a, we have a, such a special feature. I'm just very excited mm-hmm. by it. Um, and 
This is where we do our special features in the show, everybody. Oh, let's do it now. This is the perfect time. Okay. Let's see if we let's check our text line. <clears throat> it's about white supremacy. Oh, that must be about the Royals. And yeah. dear this week all all the University of Missouri has is a chant and it's a misspelled call and response. Pathetic. That's from a KU person, I think. Yeah, that's from a hater there. Yeah. Do you know why they're called Mizzou? I heard it, but I forgot. Tell me why. So, the University of Missouri at Columbia used to be called Missouri State University, MSU. And people started pronouncing it Mizzou just to shorten things. Mm-hmm. And then that turned into Mizzou. Yeah. And it just, it, it kept. Yeah. So, there you go. And it has, you know, it has the tradition and all this stuff. Just like, uh, I don't know, rock jock. There's not anything. There's not a real animal called a jayhawk, but it was a traditional right. thing of the area. Yeah. So let's, let's, you know, if you live in a glass house. Mm-hmm. So anyway, folks. Uh, Only Joel taught us about that. He sure did. We have a very, very special feature. I'm very excited by it. This is where we're going to get to know. Um, our friend Chris Whiting, he just recently had a birthday, and it's called... I'm nervous. <laughs> now we present questions, questions, questions. This is where we're going to ask a lot of revealing questions to Chris. Oh, wow. And it's the it's because your birthday, we're going to put you on the spot, which makes me think it's funny. Oh boy, okay. But also some deeper questions. Maybe we're recording. Maybe that child that could care less about talking to us a few minutes ago. <laughs> maybe yes. maybe when you're uh you know, this will be recorded for other people in the future. Ooh, for posterity. These are the kind of questions you wish you could ask your grandfather right now. Oh wow, okay. Okay. Question. Who's your number one influence in your life? Ooh, wow. Um, you know, I think even though he's been dead for 20 years now, it's probably my father was my number one influence. Um, wanted to emulate him, to be like him. And um, yeah. Yeah. You know, now I don't want to be like him so much that I want to die at 56 years old like he did. Good. Uh, hoping I got a little more time than that. But I'm bald like him. I'm bearded like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm riddled with guilt and anxiety like him. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to be like my dad. Good job. You know, it's it's funny. I, and those of you who aren't men of a certain age like we are, you start thinking about your father a lot, especially if they're gone, and mm-hmm. how much you like him and how much you don't want to be like him and then how much you do want to be like him. Yeah. It really is a thing. Yeah. Um. Nice music bed. What would you say is the last movie that you loved that you saw? The last movie that I loved. Okay, I'm going to qualify this answer a little bit. So I have seen some movies during the pandemic that I have really enjoyed. But for me to really love a movie... It involves it involves context and setting. So I really like going into a theater and seeing a movie that um, that so surprises me at how much I enjoy it 
Those are the movies I love. So if I think about the last time I was in a theater and saw a movie that surprised me at how much I really enjoyed it, it would be Knives Out. Knives Out. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> it's not It's not uh, monumental, it's not life-changing, but I didn't know much or anything about it. Saw it in the theater, had the popcorn, had the Coke Zero, um, just the the setting, the 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 true enjoyment of the movie. I just, man, it was it was a great you, experience. You, you were you were doing this special segment perfectly because we just learned so much about you. Oh, really? With your quick thing on what you what's important to you. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, what artist do you listen to the most on like an iPod or your phone? Okay, so I'm not big into a lot of new type music, but the artist that was introduced to me by my oldest daughter that I seem to listen to the most right now is Rex Orange County. Rex Orange County, wow. Are you familiar no. with Rex? I, well, I've heard the name and I know they're out there, but they're they're very modern and new. Well, yeah, for, a, for an old guy like me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because... I will go, you know, listen to a, a Rex Orange County stuff, but then I go back to 70s music, and all of a sudden I'm listening to Cat Stevens. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's odd for me, but Rex Orange County is probably who I listen to the most right now on my title on my phone. I I listened to this week uh, just a little observation side note, a podcast where they're interviewing a guy who is the editor of Marvel Comics, and he started when he was an intern in 1982. Oh wow! And they asked him, "When's the best era of comic books for you?" Mm-hmm. He said, "I it's easy. The same era that is best for music for me when I was twelve years old. That's how everybody is. Their favorite comic book type is when they were twelve years old, yep. and their very music is when they were twelve years old. I think it varies a little bit between person if it's twelve or thirteen or eleven. But, but I think I think you're right there, man." It's right at that age where you're transitioning. Um, you're starting to feel a little more independent and, you know, your music, your anthems come out and kind of represent that for you. And yeah, I, it totally makes yeah. sense. Okay. Who are you in love with? Is that the question? Mm-hmm. Well, that's easy. I'm in love with my wife, Jane Whiting. Jim, I love her so much, so very, very much. What's your middle name? What? What's her middle name? Amanda. Amanda. Oh, I never knew that. So, uh, <coughs> you guys have been married three years, four years, five well, years? Almost four years. Three and a half years now. Half years. Yeah. Still going good. That's good. Okay. Still going strong. Yeah. Okay, yeah but uh, it, it, I don't want to gush, but it's it's wonderful. Um, I just I just have so much fun with her. It's great. That's great. So, okay. Yeah. Next question. Who is your best friend? Uh, I'm talking to him right now, buddy. <laughs> Great camera work, by okay. the way. Thanks. This has been since up. Because if you just, wanted, just, because if you wanted an answer, they would hurt my feelings. So I wanted to prompt you to well, maybe not, because your your real best friend is probably not listening anyway. So you <laughs> might as well just give this to me. <laughs> no. And, and a little history for folks. So I, I went to Truman High School. The the junior high I went to, the kids split up and went to two different high schools. The majority, not the majority, but my, my closest friends at that time went to the other high school. 
So I, I show up at Truman High School and I've got, you know, friends from grade school that I knew, but like nobody I was close to. And I was actually talking to my mom, see if I could transfer to the other high school. And then I met Paul Lavoda, and um, I don't know, man, we hit it off. We had fun. Other kids were cruising up and down Nolan. We were walking to Minsky's. Yeah. Um, we just had a lot in common. We didn't have a car. Girls didn't dig us, and it just worked Never out. changed. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, you know, 40-whatever years later, or, and uh, still going strong. So thanks, buddy. I guess you really didn't need the record of that. Um, of what? Everybody knows that. Oh, yeah. You got too many audio. Okay. What are you most worried about? Mm. Wow. That's an interesting question. Um, and I know this is I, I a difficult question because you're worried about everything, Chris. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm kind of a, a worry wart by nature. I'm working on it. But um, I think the things that, that kind of uh, scratch at the back of my mind are the safety of my kids just being out on their own at college, you know, and hoping that they can find a, a career that they enjoy and stay safe. And because we're, we're in a transitional phase right now. And then the other thing is um, caught, you know, am I doing enough for retirement? Oh. Am I going to be able to retire? I don't even know if I want to, but I also don't want to be 80 and having to work somewhere. So, you know, those little things. Um, those are all great stuff. So, you know, they're very selfish, though. It's not like I said climate change yeah. or, you know, <sighs> racism or like important issues. It's all personal stuff. So I'm I'm a little self-centered man. Good Lord. I'll do a couple more of these, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the best piece of advice you'd give to your past self? <laughs> well, coming on the heels of what I just said, the, the, the piece of advice I would give my past self is lighten up and don't worry so much, dude. Just Have you ever go. thought about giving it to yourself, self? <laughs> I, right now, I need to give it. Take a chance, okay? Things have always worked out. So just chill, take a chance, and uh, and don't worry so much, buddy. Okay, last question. Okay. In, you're 53, right? Correct. In 53 years. Yeah. At your funeral. Yeah, ooh, at 106. Mm-hmm. Wow. What do you want that to be like? Describe that ceremony a little bit you know i i would hope that it it serves as a time for for folks to laugh for folks to remember good stuff i really don't want people to be sad i I would rather them i i would hope that i have have made people laugh have made people feel good or i don't know help them feel better about themselves enough that they're just thankful for for what we had together what we shared nice i want it to be gratitude and laughter i like that because you're not getting very you're not like this person and lots of grandkids and now i mean because those are so beyond your control yes and i think about that like grandkids and stuff it's like i can't control what my kids do i don't know what they're gonna do i just want to be happy so i don't know 
Now, you probably do want your daughters to be there, right? I would love for them to be there. Yeah, I, don't, okay. I certainly don't want to outlive them. And they'll I, be, I would like they'll, for all the kids and grandkids to be there. They'll be there in, in their 60s. That would be awesome. Gosh. But here's the thing. If I live to 106, uh-huh. none of my friends are going to be there. That happened to my grandpa. He died at 102, almost 102. And all of his friends were gone already. Like, he was the last one standing. Really? Yeah. Because the other thing is, on your funeral in 53 years, I plan on giving the uh, eulogy. Oh, all right. I love that. What do you think of that? I think it's great. 106 up there giving the eulogy. Put some zingers in there. Don't go easy on me. (laughs) There's no goddamn possible way I'll be around (laughs) for 53 years. It'd be nice to be 100, though. It would be kind of cool to, if if you had your faculties and health, it would be nice. To and and money to do things. Yeah, yes. Your your uh, Grandpa Whiting, Harvey, uh, how old was he? He was 103? He was almost 102. He 102. died in May at 101, and he would have been 102 in September. And he kept his mind the whole time. Yeah. Now his... Uh, his knee was a mess. He couldn't walk very well because of that. But he he never lost his uh, his faculties his and his humor and yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, crazy. There we know a little bit more about Chris Whiting. Um, the texture says that story doesn't help. I, I'm not sure what he's saying. I don't know. We need we need the texture. The texture needs to be live with us every time. He does. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. He needs to quit his job. Yeah. This show sucks. okay so that was our special feature you're up to date with what happened past week because it was chris's birthday you heard his favorite song from dirk diggler and uh we're we're ready for the next week but we do need to take a break before we're actually ready Oh, for sure yes so let's take a break we'll be back with more past week next week with chris and paul yay Join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We dare you. Nothing refreshes like A&W Root Beer. So good. Just right. Let's have some tonight. A&W Root Beer. This is Drew from KCTK Radio's Week Review with Paul and Drew. Listen to the show every weekday at 3.30 p.m. and live show Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Want to get your wife or girlfriend a gift that will change her life? Ladies, how would you like to have great eyebrows, luscious lips, an eyeliner that stays put, and makeup that doesn't go anywhere? How would you like to go all day looking like your makeup was just applied? If you said yes to any of those things, then the answer is permanent makeup. This simple and easy procedure is quick, painless, and the results are outstanding. No more reapplying and no more smudging of your makeup. And in our area, Natural Image Salon in Lee Summit is the only place to perform your permanent 
permanent cosmetic procedure. The professionals at Natural Image Salon and Lee Summit are your answer to waking up every morning with perfect makeup and the great feeling of knowing whether you're swimming, working out, or just waking up, you will always look beautiful. Call Natural Image Permanent Cosmetic Salon at 816-525-9971. 816-525-9971 for a free consultation. Gift certificates are also available. Tell them you heard this ad and get $25 off any procedure. Natural Image, your investment in a beautiful you. Yo, this is Hartzell from the KC Morning Show. Listen every weekday, 9 a.m., right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Everything's running smoothly. Welcome back to Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. We have we have some uh, feedback from the text line. Oh, that's weird. Uh, one question the tech texter had for you to really get to know you, I should have included. What's your favorite color? Oh God, that's a great question. Um, it isn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's blue. Okay. You or need, tartan. Needed the money at your funeral when you. You delight eulogy. You should go year by year and just make it horribly long. That's a great idea. God, that really. I is. think what he's saying is like, I met Chris in 1985. Gosh. And I did this, and then go through 106 years or whatever how old you're going to be. Yeah, actually, let's go back to conception, and you can talk about the night that my mom and dad made me, and then we just go forward from there. That's awesome. That's a great idea. So um, we'll do it. And we'll do it right. So what we like to do is get you ready for the news of next week, get you highlighted. And uh, we we tell you the news, and then we give you a little punchline. Yeah, that's right. It's called Headlines and Predictions. Yeah. Here's Chris Whiting. Hey, thanks, Paul. In his primetime address, one year after the World Health Organization officially declared the coronavirus crisis a global pandemic, President Biden delivered hopeful news sharing that he is directing states to make all adult Americans eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine by May 1st. This is much sooner than expected and will surely usher in the era of Gates Soros world domination three months ahead of schedule. All Thanks, Chris. President sure. Biden signed the American Rescue Plan into law after nearly all Republicans and zero Republicans, I'm sorry, nearly all Democrats and zero Republicans passed the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief and stimulus bill. Unlike the previous sounds of COVID-19 support, most of the bill, 54%, goes to households, most notably $1,400 checks for majority of Americans. Experts claim that most of those funds will soon be lost when everyone incorrectly bets on the NCAA basketball tournament brackets. Oh, okay. Chris? Timely. Nice. This one is primarily and only for you, Paul, so I hope Thanks. I hope you get it. Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. said that he won't seek a fourth term and plans to leave office on December 31st. Vance's decision means he has nine months to decide whether to bring charges in the biggest case of his career, the potential prosecution of former President Donald Trump and his associates on a host of tax, banking, and insurance fraud charges. Most expect the race to replace Vance to be a close contest between Harvey Dent and Foggy Nelson. Paul? That's awesome. I thought you were going to say that Cyrus Vance said, can you dig it? I almost went there mm-hmm. with the Warriors. Um, 
Can you, you dig it? Okay, he's awesome. But hey, instead, you, you knew what I meant with the joke here, though. It's right? awesome. Every and the Drush Drush is happy somewhere in his yeah, comic book I land. Easy and Marvel, just nice great. work. Hey, back. Let's go back to New York with some news. The New York State Assembly announces opening an impeachment inquiry into Governor Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo is facing two scandals. In recent weeks, several women have accused him of sexual harassment, and his administration is being criticized for the way it reported the coronavirus-related deaths of nursing home residents. Former President Trump quickly criticized Cuomo for only having a few accusers, for actually reporting any deaths, and for having only two scandals at a time, calling the governor small-time. Chris? That's funny, and yet it's entirely factually <laughs> accurate. That's, well, Paul, Netflix is testing a way to get people to stop sharing their passwords to let other people use their accounts without paying. The streaming video service is posting an on-screen notification when some people try logging on with the c- credentials outside their household, mm. asking, is this your account? Mm. If the answer is no, you won't automatically be kicked off the platform, but you will only be able to watch Space Force. Paul? I love it so very much. <laughs> it's a terrible show. I tried to it's watch it. It's terrible. And if you... If you see on social media or anything they try to tell you it's good yeah they're it pushing awful. it and it's not good yeah and the office is awesome 40 year yeah. 40 year virgin is great okay so let's not you take away the from the guy let's and not, you think oh space force is going to be great it's terrible yeah yeah and finally so anyway. and finally finally wall street was on a tear again with stock tech stocks surging and both the Dow and the S&P 500 notching fresh record highs. Spring has sprung and equity investors are in spirit. They're feeling optimistic about the $1.9 trillion stimulus package Congress passed this week and signed into law by President Joe Biden, as well as the eventual reopening of the economy. Many Americans took a moment of gratitude and silence in between their three jobs and their side gig to give thanks <laughs> that rich people stocks are doing well after the tough year. Oh, oh, that is good. That is good. Yeah, we ended on a high note there, yeah. dude. That was that good. You like that one? Okay, good. I did. Yes. It's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Uh, those last two of yours really were entirely factual, Thank yet you. also funny. Thank you. Chris, you got a yeah. big week coming up. What do you got planned? Big week. Big week. Yeah. So um, this week, uh, got the Health Detective podcast on Monday night, so be sure to uh, tune in to that. Uh, we're going to talk about, just a little spoiler, we're going to talk about red meat and cancer and is there a relationship between the two huh said so that should be fun um going back to work this week looking forward to hopefully this rain moving out a little bit and um man i really i got nothing else going on uh the big big thing this week uh is saint patrick's day on wednesday for all the uh all irish friends celebrate that Kind of a downer last year because no one could go out. Not very many right. people are going out this year. I think I'm going to go to a restaurant that night, that day. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Are you going to take the day off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And probably good, good drink as if I was Irish. You know? Yeah. 
So, do you still have your drinking glove for your St. Patrick's? I certainly do. I certainly wow, do. That's been around a minute. Mm-hmm. And so that should be a kind of kind of fun. I get my second dose of uh, the vaccine on Thursday. Now, they say about half the people that get those have uh, some side effects that take place. So I will be curious to hear of your experience. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about that, too. Uh, there's a young man that you know uh, by the name that goes by the name of Greg. He okay. had his first dose and got real sick, had to go to the emergency room. Oh, and my he gosh. has other health issues, but. Wow. And I texted him. I said, well, you're not going to take the second dose, I hope. Yeah, going to. So very strange yeah very strange holy yeah. smokes so yeah I, I think it hits people the the what i've heard you know and people i know that have taken it people who have had the coronavirus mm-hmm. react harder to the to to the vaccine and you've had it correct yeah i had it but it didn't hurt me and i didn't feel like i had that many symptoms when i had the virus but right. my wife had harder symptoms and the vaccine hurt her a little bit more a uh, young man by the name of Brent who was hospitalized. He oh my gosh. he had he um, his fever a fever went up for twenty four hours after his first dose. After so, his first dose, mm-hmm. holy smokes! So yeah, we'll get through this. All worth it though, folks. It's all worth it. It's all worth it. Yeah. Uh, March March nineteenth, which is Friday, is Saint Joseph's Day. Saint Joseph's Day is a uh, kind of a religious holiday. Focus on um, Saint Joseph, who you know, stepfather of uh, of uh, Jesus. Yeah, but he's all little town, yeah, just north of here. He's the patron saint of Sicily, so it's a big Sicilian uh, type thing. We have uh, the pasta and the cookies and everything, and no one's celebrating it this year. <laughs> Isn't that when your dad would put all the food and stuff out on his table for the Saint uh-huh. Joseph table thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. St. Joseph Table. Okay. Well, that's fun. So I don't know how we're gonna. I'll probably make my wife make the Melanese uh, pasta for me. Is that the tuna in the red sauce? It's actually anchovies. Anchovies. Uh-huh. Okay. Now a lot of people don't like it. People in my family say they will never eat it, but I like it every St. Joseph Day. Okay. It's just like a traditional thing, so I enjoy that. Sounds very salty. It is. It is very yeah. salty. Thank you very much. So those are the big items that are coming up for the next week. And then uh, uh, hopefully the weather, I think it's going to rain a week here where we are uh, and hopefully it won't bring us down too much, but, um, and we didn't talk about the stimulus stuff, but it's, it's really great news. It's passed. Did you know that they say that half of the children who live in poverty now will not after this is fully implemented? Wow. No, I did not hear that. And I don't know what the number is on that, and it certainly doesn't get rid of all poverty, but how can that be a bad thing, folks? I know you're saying you're spending too much. No one else cared about that. Nobody cares about that. Right. Right. If you say you care about it, you really don't. Come on. Uh, God. That is that is amazing. That's awesome. So it's a, it's a big deal um, in the present speech, which you referenced uh we're gonna hit. We're, every adult who wants a vaccine can have it after May first. Yeah, they had a goal of the number of vaccines uh, per day, and they're already reaching that goal. Um, mm-hmm. Things are turning around. I don't want to be too optimistic because the uh, wages aren't keeping up, and people are still damn poor. But uh, it just feels like we're turning the corner, doesn't it? 
It does. I hope so. I do think you've hit on something, though. We, we've got to figure out the disparity in pay between CEOs, folks at the C-level, and regular workers. Mm-hmm. Like that, however many times, like 300 times the amount that a worker earns is what a CEO earns. And that we're, we're creating an, an oligarchy, and it's, it's scary. we got to figure that out. Well, but just people can't do anything anymore. Yeah. And um, I forget what show I heard the example that uh, in the past you could go be a waiter or waitress and make a livable um, mm-hmm. wage. Now the only jobs available are like a Uber Eats or Uber or, or Grubhub. Right. And so, yeah, you still have a job, but these young people are missing their opportunity to, to be around other people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you want to be, I don't know, a graphic artist. Okay. But you can't find a graphic artist job, so you become a waiter. Then you get to meet people. Then they say, hey, there's a graphic artist job available. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That used to always yes. happen. Now it doesn't happen because you're driving around by yourself in the Grubhub mobile. Yep, yep. Everybody's in the Grubhub mobile. And you're not yep. making enough money to keep up with the rent because the real estate keeps going up. Mm-hmm. And... How that is not the biggest problem, I don't know. And and I hope that the um, president focuses on that next. And I think he will. Yeah. Did you see that that little stat that at the current minimum wage, there are exactly zero states that you can actually afford to rent a two-bedroom apartment in? Yeah. If you, if you make minimum wage for right. your full-time job. I mean, how is that right? Well, it's not. It's not right. And those who capitalism, well, guess what? Here's what's happened, folks. Every time there's capitalism that's gone too far, the government's come in and checked it. Mm-hmm. This is just another check. And this yeah. the $15 is just because we haven't done it forever. Right. If we kept increasing it like we were supposed to, we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. So get your burger and pay a little bit more. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, we like to... St- in the show uh, with a song that kind of can get you going, get you we going do. good. Sometimes we just like to end the show. That's true. Um, but this one is, this one isn't, it doesn't necessarily get you going, but it is kind of the same theory that I had for the opening song. Okay. So um, I'm sure you can figure out why I play it. So you want to well, say goodbye can- to the show? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Oh, shh. Dang it, Paul. Give me one second. Hey, don't, don't, don't go for dead air. Say something to the nice people. Okay, I'm ready. Never mind. I got this. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Since you love the program, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast distributor. We'd love to hear from you. And you can contact us at 913-735-0060 or at pastweeknextweek at gmail.com and join the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. Also, make sure you listen to all the great programs on KCTK Radio, Delmarva Talk Radio, and Good Talk Radio. Plus, support our sponsor by picking up some Ranger Rob Pet poopy bags on behalf of paul i'm chris saying goodbye and on behalf of chris here is our closing song new edition count me out but we want to count you in folks yeah you know why i'm playing this right no why are you uh because you can't do all it's your birthday man it's one of your favorite songs oh it's just because it's one of my faves Yeah. yeah i do love this song 
And we do want to count you in. We're more like Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Yeah. We we uh we want to count you in. Mm-hmm. God, I loved New Edition. I wore out my cassettes. I know. Yeah. Uh, they were so young and innocent here, weren't they? They sure were. Now, I didn't realize this is already the time when Bobby Brown already left. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And before they even got Johnny Gill in there. Wow. And look how just happy and dancey they are. They're mm-hmm. having fun. They're just kids without a care in the world. They're wearing their yellow sweaters and having a good time. Sweaters were a big thing in the 80s, folks. They really were. If you haven't watched the Cosby show, um, yeah. you're probably never going to get a chance to because I don't think they're going to play it anymore. But sweaters were huge. Do you we think don't they, care that she's got a sweet personality. Do you think they're do you think they had fun ever? <laughs> I think they had a ball. Yeah. Would have been great to be in a boy band. Yes. I always wanted to start a boy band. Uh-huh. And being one, but I didn't have any dancing, singing, acting. I had no talents. I didn't right. even look good. Yeah, plus uh, no charisma. Right. Other than that, I was all ready to do it. Yeah. You know, I was uh, I was in a band for one minute with uh, Rob Sanders and Cam Larson. Really? Yeah. And you yep. you must have been the cool one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I was supposed to play the bass, but I didn't know how to play the bass. Oh. And I went to one practice, and I just stood with my back to him and acted like I was playing the bass, um, and then I quit the band. We could have been so big. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember, there's one other person in it. Cam was on the drums. Probably Brendan Shepard or somebody like that. I don't think it was Brendan. To play a little ball till it gets dark. That's what being young is all about. Well, man, C-O-U-N-T me out. <laughs> I knew you'd know that. C-O-U-N-T me in. No, not tonight. Tonight, I'm going to be my girlfriend. <sighs> oh, man, they just got burned. Oh, God, he's going to throw in the Betamax. I wish they would just like, uh, oh, my God, we're creep. Did you see that? <laughs> I'm going to fuck her later. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's saving his kisses for his baby, not for his friends. <laughs> Look at that pop collar, man. That is, that is next. <laughs> All right. Thanks, folks. KCTK <laughs> production produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.